Hello, how you doing? Welcome to episode 24 of Be Bougie, Be True, Be You. I'm Charlotte Jones. I hope you've had a lovely week getting in the festive spirit. I do apologise. I do know that I will talk about Christmas every week now until Christmas is here. Actually, I'm not going to apologise because I love it. I actually had the best weekend this weekend. I just stayed home alone with my cats, got some festive PJs, watched so many chick flicks and Christmas films, did a face mask, had lots of hot chocolate, even made a little bit of mulled wine. It was just the best, honestly. And I'm going to continue to do this now until January the 1st, maybe even January the 2nd, just to stretch it out a little bit. I am so looking forward to sharing this week's episode with you. I spoke with Annabelle Sahara Rose and Annabelle is a Ho'oponopono practitioner and spiritual adventurer. She is passionate about self-discovery and learning how to truly love ourselves just as we are. Her battle cry against adversity is we are perfectly imperfect and so beautifully flawed. I love that saying. And we spoke all about Ho'oponopono and how it has helped her throughout her life, particularly when it comes to her relationship. And she goes into detail about a relationship cycle that she has been through. And I think it will be so relevant for anybody that struggles. So many people I know, we get into a relationship cycle. And while we're in that cycle, it's so hard to see what's actually going on that until we can actually break away and take a step back to see what's going on, And sometimes we just can't get the space to be able to do that, even if this cycle has been toxic and going on for years. So Annabelle has really, really shared some interesting insights on this area. If you'd like to know more about Annabelle, the link for her social media will be on the description of this episode and she will mention at the end where you can find her on social media. So let's start this week's episode. You're listening to Be Bougie, Be True, Be You with Charlotte Jones, the podcast to chat about a little bit of anything and everything. Welcome, Annabelle. Hello. Hi, Charlotte. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm really good, thank you. Thank you so much for having me on. Not at all. I'm so grateful for you coming on because we've known each other for a few years now. And I feel, I love the way that we met because you knew a friend of mine and she said, oh, th- th- this lady I know, she's running this workshop. It's for something called Ho'oponopono. Have I, I, I don't think I've still pronounced that quite correctly. It's one I've yeah. never quite got my head around. It's all good. <laughs> and I, I love things like this. I was really open and curious and I came along and I had such a good time and I learned so much. And, and I've been to a couple of your workshops since. So before we start chatting anymore, could you just briefly explain what Ho'oponopono is and how it works. Yes, absolutely. Um, So basically, Ho'oponopono is an ancient Hawaiian practice of uh, reconciliation and forgiveness. Um, The word uh, Ho'oponopono translate as like to correct or to make right. That's kind of a literal uh, sense. And basically, the modern version is like which we use today it's like a process that clears out and cleans. They refer to it as cleaning, and this is a, a really important part of it, where you're cleaning out negative thinking, you know, our blocks and all those things that are in our way. So the things that you learn when you practice Ho'oponopono basically help you to get out of your own way. And ultimately, it's to learn how to be 
100% responsible for your life and learn how that once you start blaming others or wanting something outside of yourself to change in order for you to feel okay, that that's just going to disempower you. So this process teaches you to completely stay within yourself and that your success and the way to empower yourself is to take on the 100% responsibility, which I have to add is not always easy. <laughs> it's not at all. And I I love that because I think that is such a it's such a grounding thing to get like you said it's not a straightforward thing to get your head around but really it is so simple and every time you can draw yourself back to it and the main aim of this podcast is to talk around issues involving relationships and that's all kinds of relationships family friends romantic so how would you say since you've been working with Hoponopono how has that impacted relationships in your life in general? I'd have to say that it's given me like an extra layer of understanding um, and acceptance. I mean, acceptance is a biggie when you're looking at anyone outside of yourself. Um, that every person is on their own path. You know, um, you can't control others. You know, and everyone is on their own path working with what they've got in that moment. So you can't really ask anyone to do more than that because they. Uh, will be learning their own lessons in their own time. And I think quite often when we are in relationship with someone, and this could be anybody, like you say, friend, family or partner, you know, the ego gets in the way and it wants that other person to be where you are. And if they're not, there's like a tendency to get irritated sometimes or or want to try and control what's going on so that you get them where you think they need to be for you. Um, so I, I think that's it in a nutshell. It helps me take a big step back from that and think, okay, I'm here, they're there, and I just need to accept what's going on here. I think something you said there was really interesting, which was about how we you have more of an understanding because it's so easy when we see things a certain way to assume that everybody else will see it exactly how we're seeing it. And we almost can't fathom when someone has got such a different view or is behaving so differently to how we think we would. And would you say that by doing this, it, it the more you draw back to yourself, the more you are able to understand because you're thinking of that understanding? Yeah, I, I get what you mean. I think that it's frustrating, actually, because uh, from a personal point of view, it's so easy to forget. Like, you can you can be very passionate about something like Ho'oponopono is amazing. It touches on so many things that I believe in. And you work with it, and it's an amazing energy. And then you're in a dynamic with someone else, and you forget that you're very human, and you have this ego with you and your own blocks, most of which, and this is important, are subconscious they're like not on your conscious radar so you don't know where all of this stuff is coming from and so yeah it's like you get what it does enable you to do is you get to a point where you think oh hang on a minute I forgot myself there and that there could be an hour a day a week 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just where you are. But yes, absolutely. You do eventually, though, get back to a point where you wake up and you remember, oh, oh, yeah. No, I'm responsible for myself. <laughs> and actually, oh, yeah, oh, damn. I can't blame them because then I'm giving my power away. <laughs> it's really, it's really, that's the frustrating bit because the ego wants to just put it all on someone else. Completely. I completely agree. Would you say there's a particular part of Pono that has really helped you snap back quick? Because I, with the snapback, I, what I found on my own self-development journey is that, like you said, I used to be somebody that would put the pressure on other people or expectations on others and I would find it really hard to bring it back to myself. However, I might have a moment now, but the more I've worked on self-development, the quicker I can snap back. Would you say there is a particular part of Pono for you that makes you snap back that bit quicker than you may have before? Yeah, do you know what the most profound bit for me is that when you take that step back and you just start to deeply appreciate that everybody is so different, mm. like, and that creates the contrast that you can have in your life that then catapults you into something you'd never dreamed of. Like if you hadn't brought yourself into that dynamic with a particular person or a situation where you felt you had no control or um, uh, they were totally not on your wavelength and you thought they were and it felt very very frustrating that there's a miracle in in that because you can sometimes feel like you shouldn't have been there or you shouldn't have done that and actually the truth is you were in the perfect place and you're at, you are an absolute genius <laughs> you know that's the bit that I love the most it's like Oh, okay, no, I was never failing. No, I I have no regrets about anything then because I'm a beautiful human being who's perfectly flawed. Oh, yes, brilliant. <laughs> you know, it's kind of those realisations and you just think, oh, I, I, I love how human I am right now. <laughs> Do you know what? I, I think that's so great. Thank you for sharing that because it's so true because we were just talking before we started this interview and I was saying, you know, different things that have happened this year. A lot of people, if I was to say, I'm really grateful for what's happened, they'd be like, really? What's what's wrong with you? Like, you sound like you've had... But, but when you can bring it back to you and you can really focus on you you like you say you realize if you can believe I know some people struggle with maybe a spiritual aspect of life of believing that everything happens at the exact perfect time but the more you truly believe that the more like you say it gets rid of regret it gets rid of doubts and you can just relax and enjoy your life which to be honest that's what we want if we if we wanted to really break it down we want to be happy for as long as possible while we're here that's that's surely the main thing of life is to enjoy ourselves but Previously, um, when we've had conversations, you've mentioned that you did have a long-term relationship and obviously only share what you're comfortable sharing, but you mentioned that you were in a circular pattern that at times it's felt quite difficult or gruelling. So what would you mean by a circular pattern? And this is obviously a romantic relationship we're moving on to now. Yes, sure. So yeah, I had a relationship that was very on and off and it lasted for a while. So basically, if I talk in terms of emotions and feelings so it doesn't go into any detail but it gives you a a good idea of what the circular pattern was it's that first of course there was that I felt completely and utterly in love everything was super amazing but in time the falling out would begin um, and the emotions that would come up 
would be, I'm feeling judged here. I'm, am I, can he see me? <laughs> like, you know, and I would feel unheard and unappreciated. And like, why am I being treated like this? Um, and other feelings would be confusion and anxiety because I didn't feel that I had a hold on what would kind of play out. And then we'd be apart for a while and a few months would go by and then we'd try again. And every time this happened, what I've just said would happen again. Yeah, so that's what I mean by the circular pattern. It was the same emotions that would come up, because I'm only going to speak for myself because I'm 100% responsible. Um, these emotions would come up every single time. And if I'm very honest, they're not new. You know, it's not like it was only that relationship. I can easily pinpoint those same emotions in relationships that I had in my younger adult life as well. Do you know, I think that's fascinating. What do you, why, where you said that, like you, that you can pinpoint it in previous relationships, why is it that we can do it with maybe multiple relationships, maybe sometimes, you know, five, six different relationships? Why is it there's suddenly one relationship where it becomes apparent to us? What do you think that is? Between, what's the difference between the, the three relationships previous where you didn't notice this and then you're suddenly in this one? What do you think that is? I think I can, it must be different for different people that light bulb moment I think for me I don't feel like I'd ever given my all as much as I had with this particular relationship right and I don't think I'd ever felt so invested in someone else but I think there's there's an also a thing like oh was I codependent was I thinking that without this person, there won't be anyone else. You know, all of those insecurities that crop up when you think, but I don't want anybody else. I think that possibly held the pattern in place for longer than it had in previous relationships. Right. And when you, how long into this particular relationship was it before you had your light bulb moment? Well, I kind of had them every step along the way. Right. How much out of your own way can you get? And then how long are you going to stay there? Because it's a consistency with anything that eventually creates the space, enough space for you to think, okay, no, I, I knew I was right all of those other times, but then I would just sweep it to one side because I don't know what it is in us, you know, the, the ego or the the part of you that hasn't been healed properly by you, not by anybody else, um, is just playing its part. The memories, Ho'oponopono talks about the subconscious, the memories that are playing out, and uh, they're the very things that doing a process like Ho'oponopono helps to eliminate because you just get more and more clarity the more space you create and it allows you to move into much healthier uh, situations and create you know beautiful circumstances for you to move into that's such a lovely way of explaining it and what i was thinking there is once you notice once you had your really strong light bulb moment in this particular relationship were you able to make changes quickly or as much as you had the light bulb moment and the awareness around certain behaviors and patterns 
did you still play into it? Because it's kind of a bit like what you were mentioning at the beginning of the episode where you were saying that it's a lot hard. Yes, okay, you can notice it, but it's still a lot harder to actually put into practice and change it. So with this relationship, was it easy to start changes once you realised or did you still, as much as you know, play into those maybe not so positive habits? I think um, there's a big shift where suddenly you think, I'm really tired now. You know, I'm tired. I've been doing this for a while and to put it spiritually, my higher self knows exactly what's going on. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like every time I went back in, I learned something more and more profound and important for my own evolution. It's just I'm not fully aware of exactly what that is right now. But I do know that that is truth. It feels right. And I know that I will understand a lot more at whatever point that gets revealed to me. And, yeah, I think there's just this switch where you just think, now I know that I won't ever go back to that kind of challenge with that particular person or anybody else because it's not about him it's about where I'm at and I have to just say it again it's so important to keep it within yourself but kindly if I look at him then I can't do this beautiful healing inspirational divine work that I truly believe in so I think for me I just finally got to a place within myself where I was like okay I'm done here now I need to now concentrate on just healing my heart being as kind and gentle and sweet to myself as I possibly can no matter what happens and this isn't about not making any more mistakes it's just about no matter what being there for yourself and just take it in baby steps knowing that you're safe you know we're not going back there Um, it served a purpose put lots of light around it because I, I still you know have so much love for that relationship that it's really important um, I was thinking to myself once, like, what's really important to me here? And, and I thought, the way I loved in that relationship kind of blew me away. Like, it was a version of myself that I just truly admire. I felt that what I could bring was just so sweet and, and really beautiful. And even though that couldn't play out in that relationship where it was just every, the relationship became, blossomed, I know that through the contrast of that relationship, that at the end of it, I recognised what I can bring. And I think that's really important to know what you bring into a relationship. I completely agree. I think it is so important to know what you bring, what you bring to the table. But I also think it's just as important to know what you want. I think so many issues in relationships arise because as much as we say on paper, you know, we want we want the nice partner that they might be funny they might be driven but we don't unless we know ourselves we don't really know what we want because we don't know what we're compatible with so for you would you say that Pono helped you to realize what you wanted from a romantic relationship it's a tricky one and only tricky because I've never asked myself that question I think what it does for me is it creates an awareness within myself where 
I can work out who I am and what I can do. And because I haven't had another relationship since the last one. And I wonder if that's something I'd be more able to answer further on. Do you know? What okay, I mean? of course. I yeah. Like I can't actually answer you right now. <laughs> No, that's a very honest answer. Thank you. It's true. And I do think that we can quite often put the pressure on ourselves to want to know everything right away and figure it all out right away. And the fact that you can sit there and say, I, I don't know that yet and, and, and own that, like you say, taking responsibility and to know that it's okay not to know. I think we feel there's a sense of shame around not knowing parts of who we are or not knowing parts of what we want because we assume everybody else has it so together. And yet that's so often not the case, but it's just what we see and we can panic. Yeah, totally. There's a, there's a, there's a very, it's very powerful, the I don't know statement, purely from, from what you've just said, you know, well, I don't know. <laughs> you know, and it's also, it's the truth, isn't it? Like it's owning where you are and, um, yeah, so, yeah, thanks for saying that. No, not at all. I, I thought you said it so confidently and so nice, and it's so nice to hear that because normally I always find if you ask someone a question, they say, I don't know, they'll either apologise or they'll panic, and there's absolutely nothing wrong in saying I don't know. Like, that's, it's great that you don't know because then you're not going to do something that might be wrong for you because you're going to hold back until you're in a position where you feel more comfortable or have more of a knowing around that yeah. sort of situation. Do you now feel you're at a place where you wouldn't, fall back into that particular relationship or the cycle in that relationship with your previous partner because I do know again as much as we can say we figured these things out and we've worked on these things you know sometimes we might think a situation has changed do you think that for you now is it a never say never or is it something that you think you've learned what you've needed to learn and it's time to move to the next the next phase of life the next chapter um, I think it's both it's everything. Okay. <laughs> um, I, <laughs> I think, you know, I, I'm kind of taking the pressure off needing to know or planning things out. There's a tendency to try and, in order to feel safe or secure, we kind of need to see a roadmap. And I think if we're talking about this specific relationship, I know 100% I will never go back into a relationship like that with him or anyone else. That much is clear. That's based on what was happening within that relationship that was causing the rifts and those emotions to come up. Now, like I said, like that is for me to heal though within myself. So it's up to me, that's on me. If I can heal and release some wounds that still need to come up. And by the way, Ho'oponopono is, it's very simple, isn't it? And yet it's very, very powerful. So when you start using it regularly, you can often find that things, because it creates space, then it allows the bubbles to come up. Mm -hmm. And that can sometimes make you feel a bit like, oh, what is going on? <laughs> you know, and um, it's to kind of have some courage, really, like be brave and do this work because once those bubbles come up, you can then create new situations for yourself. And then the, the next relationship you have, it's almost like, oh, what's the word, where you can kind of see where you're at. Because <laughs> whatever vibration we're on, 
we're going to attract. You know the whole law of attraction. So Ho'oponopono is like, right, well, do this work so that you can bring in, you know, your dreams because you've got to match the vibe. Like, you've got to create the space. So it's on me, Charlotte. So I'll let you know. (laughs) I'll let you know and let's have another podcast chat. (laughs) Definitely. I would love to do that. And what I found really interesting in what you said there about knowing that there are parts of you that need to heal. What I would like to know is, and this is me talking from a personal experience, is I am someone that since I got on this whole self-development journey, I'm I'm obsessed. I'm like a dog with a bone. I, my friends have almost tell me sometimes to step back a bit or just live a bit and stop focusing so much on that kind of work as often as I was. But what I find is when you go through a big change, whether that's heartbreak, whether it's just a life change that maybe, like you say, there still requires some healing, I will do my utmost to work my absolute hardest to try and make sure I have dealt with any issues I need to deal with so that I don't take them forward with me. However, I can still find that there'll be a completely random situation. It might be a really small situation, but I will have a massive trigger and then I will get very frustrated with myself because I'll think, do you know what? I worked so hard on that. That shouldn't bother me anymore. Why has that happened? So if, when you talk about healing for you, like, is that something that you could, you can relate to or you've experienced yourself? Oh yeah, totally. Absolutely. And I think like in the words of Abraham Hicks. I love Abraham Hicks. <laughs> yeah, I'm a complete Abraham hicks oid. <laughs> good I think it's brilliant I think they're brilliant oh it's absolutely fantastic and you know there's there's many of these like spiritual heavy hitters that are out there and they're all saying if you look at all of them there are just these threads of truth through the through through all of them and basically they say well you know we're never done I mean you never get it done like you probably pop off you'd pop off the planet because if you were done you'd be done learning and that's not why we're here and so it's to it's to completely take that pressure off like part of Ho'oponopono is to really really be there for yourself like really fall in love with yourself and part of that means that you understand that you are here to learn to live to experience to fall down, to trip up, to stumble, to make a complete wombat of yourself. <laughs> you know, this is not about being whatever is meant by a perfect person. That just doesn't exist. Like, I came up with this phrase a couple of years ago. We are, we are perfectly imperfect and so beautifully flawed. And that's meant with all the love in the world, you know, and that is, I think, like, if you can own that, you can really live because you will know that there will always be triggers, there will always be slip-ups. That's why we're here. It's like you'll go to another level of healing or, you know, understanding. And I think Ho'oponopono teaches this, but it's not always just you, like it's ancestral. So you can have issues or blocks, if you like. Uh, Ho'oponopono calls it memories, the stuff that keeps you stuck. Memories that are traveling through time and space from generations back. And you might have come in being the one that wants to say, it stops with me. I don't want this anymore, you know, get off my back, so to speak, lovingly. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But understanding that you're human and life happens. I mean, we'd have to 
move to the moon if we wanted nothing to happen, Charlotte. I mean, we just, we can't do that. We have to live. And so, oh, shall I give you an example from what happened today? Yeah, please I do. I cannot believe what happened today. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. So here I have been, like, really feeling really good about how I've been looking after myself, how I've been feeling balanced been doing a lot more reading and everything's been going really well and I thought this is great I'm healing and I'm you know I'm I've got this and then I went into town because I thought oh what can I do for myself today that I know will make me feel really good and I thought oh there's a check I need to put in the deposit because um, that'll make me feel good because I'll finally get that check banked and so I went to the um, I went to the cash machine that was outside of the bank, put the check in, uh, got the receipt, walked off, and then I thought I'd only got like ten or fifteen steps. Checked for my bank card, and I thought, hang on a minute, I must have le left my bank card in the cash machine. Oh no! <laughs> so I turned around, and the guy that had been behind me was at the cash machine. And as I walked towards him, he had my card in his hand. And I was like, oh, you know, sorry about that. I'm not with it today, obviously. You know, ha, ha, ha. Took my bank card and um, off I went. Um, I had to do some other shopping. So off I went. And um, <laughs> about five minutes later, I'm in the shop. And he comes in the shop. And he's got 100 quid in his hand. And he says to me, is this yours? because it was in the machine and I said I said no I've only deposited money today I haven't withdrawn any to cut a long story short my card had still been in the machine and he punched in a hundred pounds to withdraw while it was still my card so he'd done that the hundred pounds had obviously appeared he'd taken it and then come and found me but he didn't tell me that he'd done that like i only worked that out afterwards because i thought what on earth's going on and i checked my bank account and sure it said withdrawal 100 pounds <laughs> <laughs> and i was like i've just lost 100 pounds and the man was waving the money in front of my face saying are you sure this is not yours and me saying like a good honest citizen no because i did not withdraw any money i only put money in um it's one of those things where you just like you have to sit for a while so so did so did you get the money back at all no no i was <gasps> giving this man a hundred quid oh my gosh i'm realizing charlotte <laughs> and he waved it in my face <laughs> And he was there, and, and I'm then thinking, how do I work on this spiritually so that I'm okay with what's just happened? Do you know what I would say? Because that can be one of the most stressful things, because obviously it was a complete accident, but for, in a spiritual sense, it may be that he needed that money for something really important, really urgently. And it was a way of you give it like, and also with things like this, you know, when you give, it always comes back. To, people have said that to me recently with situations. It's like automatically they say, but you know, you will find that reward in other ways. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, it's, it's kind of like, you have to allow all the kind of stuff to come up now. I think I was so silly to just 
not be focused enough in that moment to know that I needed my bank card back because ultimately I'm thinking if I'm 100% responsible then I would have made sure I had my bank card so whether he meant to or not it's almost irrelevant um, and it's like yeah it just it just happened the way it did I'm ju- I'm sorry though because at the moment while you don't know what that lesson or reason is that is a no. very stressful frustrating thing to happen <laughs> yes and and you're right because do you know what I actually said to him what did you I, say when he, when he said oh I've got this has happened and of course I didn't fully understand what had happened but I went well Merry Christmas happy birthday mate you know, oh bless you <laughs> and I was like you know because he said oh And I said, look, you've got a choice, haven't you? You can either go into the bank and give it to the bank or you can keep it. And he went, oh, oh, I'm in a dilemma now. Oh, bless. And I just said, well, it's up to you, isn't it? Uh, Did you go to the bank just on the off chance he did hand it in? Yeah, the bank had shut. Oh. The the very minute that I put my money in was the minute the bank closed. So I will ring them tomorrow. (laughs) But it's just an example of going back to what you were asking and saying. Life happens all the time. And there's no point trying to cosset yourself so that nothing happens. Because we're human and things are always going to come up and trigger us. Um, and it's almost like, well, here's an opportunity. What am I going to do with this? Do you know what? I, I I love how you've handled that because so many people that would have completely ruined their day and they would have moaned to anybody that would listen all day. And of course it is. I'm not taking away from how stressful that is, but you, you've got such a chirpy, positive attitude. And it's you're... funny though, it, it, it's like, <laughs> oh, oh my God. Well, like you say, it's about owning it. <laughs> it's one of those moods where you think it can only happen to me type of thing or one of those days. Or But the fact that you yeah. can keep it there and then you talk about Abraham Hicks and being on that vibration, like you're still keeping the high vibration with it and not letting it spiral. And I do think from, from a lot of what you've said today, that is one of the most important things because it's all about our outlook. Our outlook will literally shape our world. And if you can look at it where you're saying to yourself, well, maybe he needed it more than me. Maybe there was a reason that 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 is everything. And that and like this is a bit like Ho'oponopono where you say it's simple to know, but it's so hard to actually feel and embody that at times. And I think that's a perfect example of that because, yeah, it's nice to say, oh, maybe he needed it more than me, but there's still going to be a big part of you. It's like, but that's my money and I needed that. Like, so. Yeah, it's totally true. And I thought, oh well, I deposited the amount I the amount I deposited was one hundred and forty eight pounds, and then obviously I gave this man a hundred pounds. So I thought to myself, well, I've still got forty eight. That's so lovely, though. Do you know what I love that? That is a very glasses half full attitude, and I think that is such <laughs> the right attitude to have in such a frustrating situation. <laughs> Definitely, but yeah, I thought um, I'm glad I've been able to express that incident in this podcast because I think it illustrates the point so perfectly that life is always going to keep happening and actually it's part of being alive. Yes and I do you know what what I was thinking when you were saying some of that when you were saying particularly about the don't expect to get yourself in a position where things won't happen because things are always going to happen I definitely think I spent most of my early 20s if not most of my 20s 
every time something bad or stressful would happen, I would think, why me? Or da da da. And because I was constantly trying to work to get to a place where nothing would ever happen. And I've suddenly been able to make the shift. And I think it's a shift that is very hard to make. But when you, you're in a, a pattern where you do feel like maybe a lot of negative things are happening or it's one thing after the other. But if you can just ride with that rather than think, why me? One, you become stronger in the process. But two, you bounce back quicker and you get to that place. You, you move forward quicker. And I think, were you someone, would you say, that maybe tried to control situations so that you felt safe or felt like things wouldn't happen outside yeah. of your oh, control? 100%, yeah. Definitely, and it's a huge lesson to move through, just like you say. And I think that one of the deepest truths that I've learned from the whole painful process and from that very dark night of the soul, so to speak, through and up and out, back up on your feet and into the light, is that it creates such a profound sense of appreciation that you could never have had had you never been through what you've been through. And I, I, that's something that always get, gives me goosebumps, that whatever happens going forward, I have this much deeper sense of life than I, than I ever did uh, before uh, going back to this particular relationship. If I think about who I, who I thought I was at the beginning of that relationship, the change has been profound. Yeah, and I think that's it. I think that is one of my most important and most valuable life lessons. Is like you said, the appreciation for negative or heartbreaking situations. Once you can get to that place, that is where everything will change for you. Yeah, absolutely. It's worth it. I think anybody that's listening as well, if anyone's going through something that where they can hardly breathe, you know that place where you're on your knees. Oh yeah. It's just hold tight, you know, hold tight and uh, allow all that emotion to really rock it through you because if you try and repress it, it will, it will delay it and it's just a really, really allow all that burning emotion to just like light you up and although it's incredibly painful and you're on fire, it really does lead to such beauty and that butterfly is flying around you you know the one of hope and love even when you're on your knees so you know big shout out to anyone who's going through that right now well thank you so much for being as open and vulnerable as you have been today because you've shared so much and it's it's not easy to do so I really really appreciate you taking the time to to talk about this with me um, but before before we finish up I was just wondering knowing everything you know now and I can tell you've been through so much and you have learned so much what is the one thing that you would love your younger self to know <laughs> I think I, <laughs> I keep it fairly simple to be honest because I don't really believe now in re regret um, I think everything we do um, is just part of being alive uh, I would use that phrase you know I would say to her that she's just so perfectly imperfect and so beautifully flawed, you know, it meaning that we are all so human and we never get it wrong, you know, it's about living and learning and just to simply know that she's pure love in human form, no regrets. 
I that's one of my favorite answers I've had when I've asked my guests this question because I think one that's so beautiful and two it's just it's so kind it's it's probably one of the kindest answers that someone can have for them for themselves so I really love that so let everyone know where can they find you online and learn more about what you do with Haponopono yes on Instagram I'm uh, called winning from within Okay. And um, it's not all just Ho'oponopono based because I don't live and breathe Ho'oponopono um, in sort of black and white form. So I'm very much, oh, I feel inspired to do this today and I'll, I'll have a, a section on that. Or, oh, this has come to me and it'll be about kindness. And it'll be anything that I feel is relevant to growth. Um, evolution, our whole journey of self-discovery. So don't be surprised if you don't find a whole raft of stuff on Ho'oponopono itself. I mean, there's lots out there anyway on the internet that you can get a hold of to find out loads more about Ho'oponopono. And contact me if you'd like to talk to me about it because I could talk about it, you know, until till you drop. <laughs> <laughs> um, on Facebook, my page on there is called The Hope Heart. I wanted to change it to Winning From Within, but I couldn't work out how to do it. <laughs> it wouldn't let me do it. So I'm like, okay, maybe it just needs to be kept for now is the hopeful heart because I came up with that and I loved how that all came about so if you want to find me on Facebook it's the hopeful heart and winning from within on Instagram oh bless you oh thank you so much I love both the names I think they're really sweet but just to make it clear as well in the description of this episode I will put the direct Facebook link and the direct Instagram link so you'll be able to find them there thank you for coming on and um, I've had I've had a lovely time chatting with you Annabelle oh me too I've really loved it and thank you for letting me talk about my little mini crisis (laughs) I feel much better (laughs) not at all honestly I think that it's situations like this when people go through them when they can find somebody else that is going through something similar and I feel that so many people will have been in a situation or are going through a situation that you've been in and this will help them so much so thank you oh yeah it's an absolute pleasure merry christmas